Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome. Um, welcome to the pod. We are. Should I just go right into it? I mean, we yeah, have a, you're in the a midst breaking of, case. You're breaking in the midst case. of a real life event right now. Yeah, before recording, uh, <laughs> a tweet popped up. Somebody from Toronto, somebody from Toronto, uh, alerting me to somebody's catfishing. It's catfishing as using you. me, using just every picture of you with yeah, a celeb. I think it's important. Well, some aren't celebs, but also the, the they changed my name to Chad, which I think which is, is important. Which rules? <laughs> and I'm that's 20, like twenty four. Chad yeah. is the that's the yeah like incels use that. It's like the guy who fucks. It's like the guy who fucks. Yeah, which is. <clears throat> A big mistake. Yeah, strategic. the word Chad the whole, is big in the Reddit community. I mean, the whole... I mean, we're both Chads. I mean, I... Uh, I I would say we're both Chads. Compared to, like, incels? Yeah. Like, but... No, we're, we're both that? Chads. Okay, fine, I'll go. No, I mean, I'm yeah, a Chad well, you're now. Chad, you're Chad. My name now is Chad. But yeah, we're they're Chads. catfishing using me, which I think is really funny. Um... Really funny choice of bait. I like thought that usually when you catfish, you want to use somebody that like would entice people to like uh, somebody that would be like date worthy. You uh, look date worthy in those photos. Th- yeah, but I mean, I've had a Tinder in the past. It's not like it was popping at all. It was Yo, trash. You didn't have a popping Tinder. No, hell no. Were you ever on Raya, apps, dude? Yeah, I was on Raya for like a week. You were on Raya for a week, and then yeah. you met your queen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just like. I got like an email from Raya because you have to like apply, right? Right. It was like, congratulations, you're on Raya. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you, you know, to, it was pretty like, useless. You have to write an essay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to do like a lot of extracurriculars. Yeah. No, it's actually, it's just for hot Instagram people. Mostly. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's that's a whole tangent. It's like Raya's like supposed to be for like creatives and yeah. like elite creatives, but it's not. For guys, it's my like, ex talked to Terrell Owens on there. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's for like it's exclusive, but it's supposed to be like creative based. But like, if you're a guy, it's hard to get on. Like they check who who follows you on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, uh, but then like you know, just like hot girls get on. It's, it's really like, like the girl not, section is not related to being creative. I mean, like it's not. It's really not fair for like just gender dynamics. Like men, you're you're swiping through straight men. You're swiping through Raya. It's all just like Insta models. It's all just fucking babes. Yeah. You're a woman. You get on Raya. It's just like Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> yeah. So back to the catfish though. Um, yeah, this person used four pictures of me. They changed my name to Chad. And their their bio is, uh, anyone want to go to distillery lights with me? Question mark. I don't know what that is. It, I, it seems like a festival maybe. Oh, that's the bio? Yeah, like they're trying to get like somebody today. Oh, the bio is it. So this profile was created for one event. Maybe, yeah. Why? Um, why would she do this? So I, um, I don't know. That's you, fa- you know her Facebook. Well, I'm like maybe. I'm not. I'm finding out right now what you have I can intel. Get, I could, yeah, I have already have intel. I don't know what I could disclose though. I'm why? actually like he's responding to me right now. I have a, I have a. You have a friend that works at Tinder. I have a mole Tinder. inside the you Matrix. Have a, you have a Tinder mole who's hacked into the mainframe. Yeah. Um, I'm being told right now that I could mention that the account is being investigated by our team, the Tinder team, uh-huh. and being removed. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> unofficially. Hmm. You should let, I kn- I know let who that it, girl cook. I, I know who it is already. After, like one minute later, did you f- see her? The yeah, Facebook? the big plot twist is that it's, see a, the it's a female. I haven't like found it yet. I How haven't like searched. It would be very easy to find. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. Um, it's a the email used to start it was a female name, so it could mm-hmm. be. I don't know where the depths of this conspiracy ends and starts. Uh-huh. You know, but I will say, look, I'm not actually. He doesn't want me really talking about it too much, but um. Your your Tinder plug, the Tinder plug is in one of the photos. I think that's like worth mentioning. Is that the employ uh-huh. the Tinder employee who is yeah. going to be removing this profile is literally in one of the Jeff pictures. T- it's yeah, Mo. Jeff Tinder is in this photo. It's Mo Wad. I could give him a shout out. It's oh yeah, Mo Wad. It's in, not, in, your, it's not of, your friend of Instagram. It's not your friend Jeff Tinder. <laughs> yeah, not my friend Jeff Tinder. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty funny. Good luck. And if it is a girl, that's kind of a funny. That that makes a little more sense because I mean, 
good but. luck to a guy catfishing as me. It's just going to be a very mediocre experience for him. Just probably getting, you know. Well, what a, do you mean? Why is it better for a woman to catfish? I mean, I think you? like, look, catfishing to try to get a girlfriend via me, not going to work for you. Catfishing, using me to find some cool dudes to hang out with. I, I imagine this would be the plot, like, which is actually <laughs> kind of funny is like, I don't know what, like what section she would be on, but it's just like a chill dude. I like, mean, yo, sent, looking did a for man some... or a woman send this to you? A woman sent it to me. Okay. So it's a, it's M seeking W. So, oh yeah. So she's trying to lure girls. Yeah. Okay. She's trying to like, I mean, that's what, you know, so is she just trying to like make girlfriends. I don't know. I thought it would be, it would be a smarter plot. If, uh, the person was like, somehow this profile is being presented to guys. And it was just like, yo dudes, like, looking for some guy buddies and then yeah. it shows up and it's just a, like this girl. She's like, Oh yeah. He right. couldn't make it. <laughs> Friend Tinder. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'd, my profile would be better to lure guy friends. Some, just some casual males. Yeah. Looking to, looking to chill. <laughs> fellow nothing, chads. Nothing sexual, nothing weird. Just some, my fellow chads. Let's, let's go grab to this a couple music beers, fest. Have some, have some fun. That's yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know what her, what her end game is. Let's get her on the pod. I'm going to try to bring her on the pod. Um, but shout out to Mo, who's... Um, I don't know if I want him to take it down. He found it in like two seconds. Yeah, don't let him take it down. I mean, I think it's funny. It's good let it's marketing, that dude. girl cook. Let her cook. I don't let know. her cook. I'm pro catfishing. Well, she like kidnaps several people <laughs> later and I'm, they're looking for Chad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We're looking... Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Uh uh is the FBI? <laughs> oh, uh what did I do? <laughs> uh hey bro, uh you kidnap uh so many people. You're <laughs> you're going to jail. Oh no. I yep. mm-hmm. Are you the kidnap you you're Chad from Tinder? Uh no, man. <laughs> I need to talk you're, to my no, attorney. No, you're Chad from Tinder and you're going to jail. <laughs> what kind of FBI oh, agent are you? Oh, it's time to go to jail. Oh wow. Oh man. Sorry guys, um, Jack's in jail now. It's me. It's Brandon. Um, I'm hosting the podcast solo now, um, but I'm gonna bail. I'm gonna bail him out of jail because I miss my friend Jack. I miss my friend Jack so much, so I'm gonna bail him out. Um, be right back. Whoa! Oh, hey, Jack. What's Thanks up? Thanks for bailing me out of jail. Uh, I love to bail my friends out of jail. I wish we recorded um, that because that whole thing would have been a really <laughs> interesting thing for the podcast. Yeah, I wish we did a podcast in jail, but you're not allowed to do no. that. They threw you. They, so they're like, if you podcast in jail, you're you're staying in jail even longer. Yeah, that's a crime. It Podcasting in jail is a crime, and we're gonna throw you in an even worse jail. I was gonna do one. I already had a podcast lined <laughs> up. I was recorded on tape. Wow. I acquired a, a boom box. I was not record it. Um, How was it? What was it like in jail? It was okay. I was courted by a few gangs, um, mm-hmm. but it was fine. It was really interesting. It kind of like was like a bachelor type situation where all of the gangs mm. were there and I had a, a rose um, to hand and that's out. When I, and I, I picked MS-13 yeah. to... MS-13 was the first to be voted off, unfortunately, so mm-hmm. I didn't join MS-13 um, and then I kicked off um, the Aryans, uh, the yeah. the Packerheads. I kicked them off the second week. I just thought it was a little problematic. But I, I you come and bailed me out, so I didn't even get <laughs> yeah. to pick a gang. Damn. Yeah, MS-13, um, my old... I, <laughs> I lived in an old uh, house. I lived in a house like uh, with buds, like mm-hmm. a 460 a month type of place. Yeah. And then uh, an MS-13, like spray painted ms13 on the front door one time hey bro you're in and our I gang now like, homie oh i should move <laughs> yeah probably hey this is our house now <laughs> yeah there's i would I've, i would love to room with ms13 i did um, that's the, that's the new season of real world yeah real world ms13 <laughs> yeah but it's me it's, it's just me and a bunch of ms13 dudes i did um what does that stand for should we even should we be talking about them on the podcast? Marasava Sutra, um, Trace. Oh, yeah. It like I could tell you a lot. I actually did a a whole thing. 
For what? What was for the Vice. whole thing? Dude, for Vice. When I first moved here, uh-huh. I mean, I could talk about it. We could go to a break after. Oh, wait. They wanted me. Yeah. They wanted me to host Noisy. Is it like some shit like no, this? No, no, no. Like I met, um, I met like some of the, like the top dogs at Vice at like this award show when I first moved here right. and I was just like meeting anybody and they like, were like, dude, we want to get you involved, um, doing something. And mm-hmm. so like they. Um, I was started to work on the HBO show and they were doing a MS 13 episode and they're like, can you, uh, do you want to start like working on this? And basically they're like, okay, we need to find MS 13 members. And I was mm-hmm. like, you want me to do that? They're like, yeah. So I just like, they were, like, I forget. I they of, just dropped you off. Dude. I just started the location. Like, they're like, go, go find some MS 13. Yeah. And I did. I don't know how I did it, but I, I actually forget the path, but I found... Uh, you don't know how you did it? I'd have to, like, think back. It yeah. was a, a path of, like, asking people. Like, you just walking up to people like, Hey, sir, are you in MS-13? No, it was, like, more of an official, like... I think I was through somebody that does, like, a non-profit, and then I met, I met the founding members of MS-13. And the story of how they... Through a not... But this is... You're, you're burying quite the lead here. Of w- which lead? Like, how did you find these people through a nonprofit? What does that mean? I mean, I could, I could give you like, I'd have to actually take a second to think about the path. Yeah. But it was kind of like, um, like, how do you do that without, like, I could literally look in my coming off as like a fed. No, I just, you know, you say you're with vice working on something and like explaining it. Yeah. And like, I, it was surprisingly, it took a little bit, but I, I met them. Well, I met one dude who is no longer in the gang, but he's a founding member. Uh huh. Um, and their story of becoming a gang is crazy. Yeah. I mean, we should probably play the intro song. I could talk about it more after if you did want. Did we play the... Oh, did we not play it? We could play the intro song. Why didn't we just play it at the beginning? Um, well... Was there... How long have we done? 11 minutes. We're <laughs> like, that's like a wild, long, cold open. Okay. 11 minutes in and then we play a theme song? Yeah. That would be funny. If we just play... Yeah, play the theme song 11 minutes in. We've done it before. Do All it. Right, well... Okay. Do it, bitch. We'll be back soon. Welcome back um, from that late theme song. <laughs> 11 minutes in theme song. Yeah. Um, Jesus Okay, Christ. so MS-13, you know, actually, I, I've jogged my memory more. So I'll, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, mind you, I was, like, fresh in L.A. and looking to do other things besides what I was up to at the time. So, and then these guys just, like, fr- kind of from the top down, just, like, assigned me into this. So, like, can you do this? And I was just like yeah and had no idea how mm-hmm. and so i just got on it now i do remember how i found them i think it was like through my friends rita and jeremiah who are other documentary people and they were doing some like half related like some semi gang related thing and i called them and i think i was like hey would you know anybody that would help you know help me track down ms13 guys and they gave me some other guy's name and then he gave me somebody else's name and then they're like, oh, you got to talk to this one dude. He was a founding member. And so I called him and then I just like went and met him one day. And um, yeah. he's like, he um, is out of the gang and now he does a nonprofit where he um, removes gang tattoos for free, like laser oh, removal. Oh, okay. So that's how, that's what the nonprofit was. Yeah. It makes more sense now. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was through a people that like, like through a series and of people. And then you met Current? members there were some yeah well i mean i'll explain okay but um yeah so i met him and then i you know i met with him a couple times and then he told me that is is this a funny story or just like wild stuff wild and interesting okay i think all right i mean we don't have to spend the whole freaking pod on it (laughs) are you already bored i'm not bored i i'm just i just want to know i just you want to know if there's laugh, laugh tracks coming yeah 
like where's the you know what category is this got it yeah what uh you know if if this was like a reddit post what would it have in brackets right oh like before? yeah like um yeah you know i met ms13 parentheses emotional, emotional. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um oh no yeah um so yeah i met him and then he told me i learned a lot about ms13 and then he said that he does this like yearly barbecue um where it's called like he calls it like the gathering of the old timers or something like that i would have to like mm, look it up okay. what he calls it but it's where they get all i feel like it's not called gathering of the dude old it timers. has he had some funny name like that yeah yeah it was like for all the ogs and they yeah. have this barbecue and they're gonna throw it soon and like so i wound up like helping him plan that and then uh -huh. we like filmed the whole thing but the crazy uh, like ms13's real story and what i like his story Wait, from him this, is crazy why didn't this uh come to fruition it did this video it did yeah it's an episode of hbo which you're HBO on an show. episode of i'm not hosting it oh you're not hosting it you're just filming it yeah and this was part there of was a no host um this was part of a he well there's like vice hbo has like various hosts and then some are right jane smith but this was part of a huge MS-13 story. Yeah. I was doing one on my own. And mm -hmm. then it wound up like, as it turned out, H when I went to HBO, it combined like three MS-13 stories, including when they went to El Salvador. So my, I'm oh, in it, damn. like my section's in it a little bit, but they didn't right. use like a lot of my juice. Um, damn. Also, because it like, the real story of MS-13 is like, is kind of sad and crazy. And mm -hmm. not as like I, they're definitely going from a scarier angle, you know, like the world's yeah. most dangerous. Did gang. I ever tell you about like 2015? I I did a bunch of screen tests for for Vice for uh, Noisy mm -hmm. on Vice, like the the Viceland program, Noisy. Yeah, and this is right before Viceland was about to come out. I had like I ended up filming a separate pilot later, but like they had the offer, like they offered me Noisy. Oh, wow. They offered me to, like, be the host of Noisy, but, like, the money was really shit. Mm -hmm. um, so, basically, I don't think this is NDA shit, so I think I can, I think I can talk about this, but, um, <laughs> like, they, they did, like, a, the first episode of Noisy was going to be Compton. I think it is yeah. Compton, but it's just Zach, I actually was involved, gold, I was involved gold in gold. that one, too. Oh, what? Yeah. In my in on the other side of it though, because I worked with all Boogie and all these yeah. Compton Bloods, so like I a lot of the guys they interviewed, I'm friends with. Oh, and I was okay. there for some Wild. of it. Yeah, yeah. So there's oh, you'd have been a. I couldn't even imagine you hosting that. Right. That would be well, this is before I was like, I had never done stand up on TV, and like mm -hmm. my Twitter account had like maybe eight thousand followers, so it was like not it it w it was it felt less weird yeah. for them. And so I did, uh, you know, they were just like, Oh, let's have this guy pretend to be a journalist. And, um, not in like a funny way. It wasn't yeah. like, but they sent me to, to Compton and I was hanging out oh, with really all these like pyrus. Yeah. And I was watching footage with the director and he was like, Oh my God. If I was a mother watching this, I'd be so scared. Oh my god! I'd be so scared for you. And like, I thought about it, and I was like, "Oh, this feels this feels maybe a little racist." Yeah, that's like the problem with like some of those shows. Is it just like, it's very, uh, it's exploitive, you know? Yeah, a little like bit. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like, oh, look at these, uh, look at these scary young black men. Like, it's mm -hmm. very uh, National Geographic to me yeah i can it's see like, that it's like i i don't i'm put off by it but i love i love all the action bronson stuff yeah Jesus and marrow all that um what would diplo do second season were let's you go. who were you hanging with in compton were you with g weeder were you with a guy named no g i was with um earl swavy okay i don't know do you know who that is no um yeah. i know um you know some pyros yeah campanella bloods nice. the ones i know but they they were the ones that were on the main when it actually came out yeah and they but they like it too because it made them look fucking sick no that was the thing is like when when we were when we were there like everybody would be like oh are you got you guys are with vice like hell yeah. yeah you know they loved it yeah for sure they my friend they who it. uh was uh the main dude on the vice is actually in jail now for a long time 
So. Oh yeah. Free, remember when free, that free G weeder? Remember when that Vice writer <laughs> um, got uh got like uh got arrested for selling coke? No. Like out of the I don't know. It was like a part of. I think he like maybe expensed things. Uh, oh, like expensed coke. Yeah, probably. That actual business expenses like that weren't related to. Yeah, that guy Slava P. Hmm. It was like a whole thing. Um, or maybe it was just. It couldn't have just been weed. We'll we'll look. Weed's it up. legal in Canada, right? We'll look it up. Is weed legal in Canada? I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. That's why there's a. That's why there's a leaf on the flag. <laughs> that's why. It's, yeah. Um. Canada, okay. The I'll, yeah. I'll wrap up my MS13 story so we could Canada fully move on from Kush. it. Norm uh, Kelly is smoking loud, <laughs> and then uh, tweeting like a a twenty year old. Um, uh, where where did I actually leave off before that huge tangent? Oh, meeting the guys. Yeah, Norm Kelly does blackface on Twitter. Who's that? He's the Toronto guy. Oh, I have to look him up too. We are doing way too many segments right now where I one of us doesn't know the other thing. We're like, well, oh, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. Look it up. Yeah. Um, well, but great, the, the great potting. The twist is that we're never gonna look it up. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh yeah, the MS13. Um. So I will say this for the audience. Like, I mean, the story of this gang is crazy. And I don't know if you know it. I so I was right about their name. It's uh, Mara Salvatrucha thirteen, but it was mm-hmm. originally. This is like the crazy thing about how it started. Like they're all high school kids. There was mm-hmm. just a few of them, and they're um, immigrants from El Salvador and Honduras. Right. And it was like there were Mexican gangs in the school already, so they just kind of didn't want to get beat up. All knew each other through the game facts message board. <laughs> and then they started talking. They're like, maybe let's let's form a gang. <laughs> Um, I wonder why you didn't get that noisy job. No, keep going. Keep <laughs> going. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, they started, they were like metalheads back in the day. This is yeah. the seventies and their original name. What? Yeah. They were metalheads. Yeah. Huge metalheads. Yeah. They're, they're So the original name was Mara Salvatrucha stoners 13. And in Spanish, that's kind of like slang, but uh, it's like a hybrid of um, like Salvadorian and yeah. then like words that mean kind of like street smart so they're kind of like you know like the street smart stoners yeah it was like a badass name um but they were just like metalheads that like went to black sabbath shows and shit and like you know got high and so a couple of them and they were just like kind of like a crew you know and they would you know get in fights and stuff but that's pretty much it and then a couple of them started getting arrested they were like stealing t-shirts and like just kind of like dumb teenage stuff right but so then a few of them like went to prison for a little bit, you know, like a couple months. Yeah. And then they came out and they like met all these people in there that kind of made them harder. And then so these dudes that were getting out wanted to do like sell drugs and shit like that. They learned in prison. Yeah. And so the, the crew started doing a little more of that. And then they started going in jail more. And then um, they would just keep coming out more like criminals and kind of expanding. Right. And guys that would come out of jail would also join this gang. It was kind of becoming a gang. Yeah. And then the gang exploded in prison, um, mm-hmm. really. Because, like, you know, the, a couple of the guys that would get sent in there for much longer would still kind of, like, claim this crew in prison. And so it got a lot bigger. And then it started getting really fucked up um, when the gang was existing in prison. And then the United States started instead deporting people when they would get arrested. So they would deport these kids back to El Salvador, which yeah. they've, they've never been there. Like, their parents were from there. And El Salvador is in the middle of like this insane civil war, and there's uh, a guerrilla group going around like hunting criminals. Yeah. So El Salvador is like ripe for a gang to form. And mm-hmm. so El Salvador, when these gang members get deported to El Salvador, they start protecting themselves and they start banding up with the other criminals who are being hunted down. And MS 13, there's like a need for it there. So it just fucking explodes. And they're yeah. going into jail there. And then each time they get thrown into jail, the gang just grows. And right. so it's, but it started out with just these teenagers forming this like silly crew. And when I talked to the original members, because yeah. they're all, it's all the original all members are out. Expanding because of jails. Because it really prisons, is. Cops, they're, they're throwing these guys in prison, making the gang bigger. No, that's really what happened. Damn, that's wild. Did I tell you about the, uh, oh, that noisy thing? By the way, the there was like one time where I was I was interviewing this like 
gang member. Yeah. I felt this gang member slash rapper, this, uh, you know, this, this, this thug. I'm just kidding. Yeah. This is a, putting you in front of a gang member is like just a massive, maybe one of the biggest mistakes the entire corporation's (laughs) ever made. No, it was, it was not a mistake. No, because we were we were getting along great. I'm just like imagining meeting you in like a you know a random a random one off meeting and be like, this guy's good. I think I need to put him in front of a gang no, member. No, because that's the whole point of like noisy when it was like to- who's what's the name of the to- of baby balls sixty nine? What's his name? I don't know. Who's baby balls on Instagram? It's the old like noisy guy. Okay, he hosted like noisy Atlanta like those videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. And Zach, both of those guys, they're supposed to be avatars for the viewer. Yeah. Like they're supposed to be like, look, it's like it's like one of you. Yeah. It's one of you. It's but a they're white. like pretty serious, yeah. Look, check this out. It's a it's a it's a white nerd. Yeah. And they're uh they're scared. Um and so it's they were going for that. They were just like, yeah. Oh, this guy looks weak. That's a <laughs> they took it one step too far with you. I don't think no, I'm are you Zach and Thomas are weaker than me they're as weak as me i'm just imagining i'm not weaker than the florist don't act like i'm weaker than either of it's those not about men. weakness there's no but i can be serious yeah i can be a serious guy but i was like you know i was pretty casual i was pretty casual with these these dudes and we're uh i want to see that footage we're talking i want to see that footage again too i should have a private link somewhere. i like how they just reshot it but yeah like i i'm talking to him and then and it's like very casual and it's very natural banter. But at one point the director pauses and he's like, um, like the, the guy I was talking to was talking about, um, mixing Zan and lean. Mm-hmm. And then the director paused and he was like, Brandon say, um, don't you know, um, mixing Zan with lean is lethal. <laughs> don't you know that's deadly? And I was like, what the fuck you're making me. You're you're making me the the like Dave Chappelle white guy voice. Yeah. Like you're you're making me be like, um, excuse me, don't you know that Zan and Lean are bad for you? <laughs> <laughs> like I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed that I had to like, you know, play that role. Yeah. That's the thing is I would be playing uh I'd be playing a role yeah. if I was doing that show. I if I hosted that show, the timeline of my life, I don't know what that would that would look like. Oh, absolutely, and it, it would have been completely have been derailed different. Vice as a corporation. Would, you could have possibly <laughs> single handedly taken it down because, destroyed like, a billion dollar l- empire. Like, uh, yeah, the noisy Atlanta doc would just be like <laughs> you walking into a trap house, being like, "These guns look very cool." <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have. I would have been. This shit been, is tight as hell. I would have been great. I would have been great at that job. Yeah, but they. The money was low. Yeah, I had no, I had zero leverage. Mm-hmm. Not like, uh, not like now. You would have tried the lean, a hundred percent. Oh, I did. Oh, you tried it on the. Yeah, I like. That's they encourage that. They're like, please, please the, try the lean. Please do the young, drugs, young sir. Please do all the drugs on camera. Yeah, like there's that episode where Thomas like hits a like PCP laced joint. Oh my god, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's but. You know, they're, it's whatever. It's a, it's a good, it's a good program. Yeah. It's, I mean, but it's like, it's, I feel conflicted about it because I do think that a lot of times, like people watching these shows are watching it out of like racist fear. Hmm. Yeah. And so, so the, the appeal of some of these shows is similar to why president Trump is in office. Hmm. Fear. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Mine remember, was fine. speaking of fear, speaking of fear and TV and culture yeah, and uh, progress just and go for culture it. and just go for the segue, all that. Okay. Remember Maury? Like, obviously you remember the daytime talk show Maury. Of course. Right. And I've so been they do, a guest. Like, their bread and butter was like the, oh, this, this fucking, this poor woman was a slut. <laughs> this poor woman, she uh, had a lot of dicks inside her. Now she has this baby and she doesn't know who the baby is. We're going to pregnancy test her. Uh-oh. Yeah. This is a look at this whore. Yeah. Look at this, uh, you know, and then, but then they'd boo the guy, even though it's like, you're kind of, it's, it was all, 
that's you know it's appealing to a very uh base you know lowest common denominator mm-hmm. lowest common denominator base whatever but do you remember like it's crazy how we're in a very uh at least in la new york metropolitan cities we're a lot more accepting of like trans people now yeah than we were 10 years ago maybe eight to ten years ago Maury would have these episodes where they'd, they'd like have just have some dude from the audience uh-huh. in a chair and then they'd be like let's bring out let's bring out a woman and give him a lap dance and it was like they'd bring out a trans woman that would give him a lap dance and he'd be like oh yeah this is a sexy bitch <laughs> and then he'd like he'd get a boner and then Maury would be like guess what idiot that <laughs> That woman was trans, and then everybody <laughs> would be like, ah, <laughs> you're fucking gay, dude. Like, Maury would pop out and be like, sorry, bitch, you're fucking gay. Yeah. And, like, that was not that, that long ago. That was wild, ago. yeah. That was not that long ago that that was a segment on Maury. Oh, yeah. That w- the world was, has changed. That would be an entire episode of Maury. Is <laughs> Guess what? Be, you're officially gay. They, they, would just, they would just have trans women, like, <laughs> give dudes lab dances, and then Maury would be like, you're fucking gay. <laughs> great episode. This is great TV back That's, then. <laughs> I mean, maybe time dude, for that a was shitty. Maybe time for a reboot. Yeah, that was that was real shitty. Maybe uh, time for dude, maybe w- time for a reboot. But instead of being like, "Ha ha, sorry, bitch, you're fucking gay," it's uh, Maury and he comes out and he's like, "Congratulations, you're gay." <laughs> <laughs> so that fixes yeah, it all. That's the, that yeah. fixes it. That's yeah. <laughs> it's, now it's him like, "Congratulations, sir, <laughs> you're gay." Everybody applauds. Yeah, and then everybody applauds instead of uh, laughs. Yeah, yeah. I think we that's rework that. I think that's that's better. That's the woke version. No, that's that's the, that's, <laughs> that is woke. that's the woke version. Um, we just have to switch that one thing: applause instead of booze. <laughs> this is not problematic anymore. No, dude. I went. I was an audience member on Jerry Springer one time. Oh yeah, and it was dark. I'll just make it quick, but. Um, what, the, what year was this? This is Chicago. Two thousand. This was two thousand eight. Did believe. they film it in Chicago? Yeah, no. I booked the tickets in advance. I heard it was a crazy time. Got some random friends together, mm-hmm. and we went. And I always heard rumors that, like, you know, if you're lucky, they'll be shooting like a unrated version because he, he shoots that, and then he shoots like the pay per view oh, yeah, ones. Pay per view, right? Yeah. Oh so my God. as it turns out, we were doing an unrated one, and they make you sit in like this big room with all the audience, like this cafeteria that just mm-hmm. like kind of dark and just like, you feel gross in there already. Right. And so we're in there for like a long time. Then they go to the show and I'm feeling very gross. You know how like you just can get that feeling. You just need a shower. You're just like, Oh, this is bad. Like yeah. this is bad. And then as we went into the show, I started feeling like worse and it was very fucking surreal. Like naked, uh, what's even like the proper word to call a person with dwarfism now. Is it a, a little person? A little person? Do yeah. they want that? Is that proper? Wait, so still? they were like nude, nude, nude midgets. Yeah, nude, nude, nude midgets. midgets. Yeah, to use like '90s terminology. Yeah, nude, running around nude like dude. People. There was like, I, I like sex happening like on stage. Wait, they, they, they just brought there was like out dicks like, out. Like it was. They just brought out dwarves and had. It them was like fuck. a blur of an experience. <laughs> but I'm like, dude. No, what? While was I'm, it, what was that segment? I don't like Jerry was like <laughs> these dwarves are horny. It was just and pure they, chaos. Like I don't even think there was like a plot to anything. It was just like chaos. I felt like mm. I was just like a dark carnival. But it's I started so getting like he, in the middle of it I had a huge fever. Was like, he like a mayor? Oh yeah. That's how he started. Yeah, he was a mayor of a town or something like that. He wasn't a mayor after? No, before, I think. What a wild be looked up. Um but dude, I got a fever in the middle of it and was sick for like <laughs> 7 days. Are you sure this wasn't all a fever dream? I it felt like it. That's why it's weird. Because right. I started feeling like a fever dream and I like I'm pretty sure I got sick immediately in that little mm. room where everybody's like coughing and it was just like, you know, the Jerry Springer audience. Coughing. I swear I just got oh, sick it's instantly. It's all a bunch of freaks, right? Yeah. Like the audience is worse. Yeah. And I, I think I just got instantly sick. Like a really distilled ripe germ. Like somehow like oh a super God. germ got me and just instantly I was sick. Yeah. It was bad. Everybody's just like eating hot dogs off the ground. Yeah, that's what dude it was. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> They're like spraying you with disease. Yeah. 
And like, it was such a dark memory that I don't even know. I, I think somebody found screenshots from like when we were on. Yeah. But when I saw them, I'm like, I don't want to think about that experience Holy again in my fuck. life. Yeah. It was dark. Do not recommend at all. Oh my God. I know. It's all, what What else did they have besides like dwarves fucking? Like I said, fever. Were I had a fever. Fucking? No. I think there's a blowjob like, or something happening. What? The, what? Like, I'm telling you, this was, I had a fever in the middle of it, so I don't, like, remember a lot <laughs> of it. You don't know what was real? Absolute blur, and I couldn't leave, you know? Oh, my God. It was God. a complete blur. Yeah, I went home and went the doors. Yeah. I was trapped. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, do not recommend at all. Jesus Christ. What else do we have on the docket for today? The pod docket. The pod docket besides, besides Maury? Yeah. Oh, I did acid on a weekday. Yeah, that after was after the oh, a that was wild. yeah. The, Tuesday. I saw you. Yeah, Tuesday. I had my I had my show, the satellite. Thank you for coming to the satellite. Mm-hmm. If you were if you were there, the next one's March eleventh, three eleven. I didn't choose the date. Okay, it's just the date that they gave me. But Tuesday, I had my show, and there was this there's this weirdo, this n- nice weirdo that came up to me. It's probably listening right now. Probably listening right now, but he was, he was out, he was out for a long lunch when I met this guy. Okay. He was like, yeah, he, he comes up to me and Jamel Johnson, the the co-host of this, this show. And he's like, oh man, I'm, uh, he's like, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm selling acid by the way. And both of us are like, oh, I'm, I'm listening. (laughs) And he's like. I'll just, I mean, actually, like, you know, I'm a big fan. I'll just give it to you for free. I was like, okay, great. And then he's about to pull it out, and he's like, actually, can I just have, like, $7, please? <laughs> and I was like, what I thought, I thought it was for free. He's like, five, $5. Oh and then my I'm, God. like, pulling out a $5 bill, and he's like, actually, can, can we do 7 <laughs> And I was like. Yeah, sure. But uh, but it was also like as soon as this interaction happened, I should have been like, yeah, I maybe don't engage in any sort of like fiscal exchange with this or guy. Or maybe not do acid right yeah. now, but you're maybe, just like too caught up in the the art of the deal at this right. point. You're just like negotiating <laughs> yeah. down the acid maybe don't that you deal shouldn't with take. This, this stranger Maybe don't take this acid from a stranger. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not for time the to, first time. Yeah, just I at mid, never, midnight on a Tuesday. Yeah, with no plans. I had never done acid before. Yeah, and then I, I was like, yeah, all right, seven dollars. <laughs> I took it, like put the you know put the paper under my tongue, and walked from my show to uh to emo night where you ran into me where i ran into you and you were trash i was absolutely wasted. you were trash you were with the directors of the the program yep that we we did and took them out celebrating you guys were all like you know you, you guys were all just wasted whatever yeah and uh the acid did not kicked in yet but um then i went inside i was like on stage at emo night for uh one second and it like kicked in hard oh wow yeah and like the all the you know textures and colors mm-hmm. whatever i'm not gonna be like you know Whoa, this isn't yeah. gonna be a joe rogan podcast not a good time um, for acid to kick in is when I, 303 I, is having a reunion yeah. show on stage right it's like a 303 reunion show Singing. and then i started i i like i i was just like i need to leave immediately and like you know i started walking walking away and just Emo night freaked me out because I was just like, oh, nostalgia is bad. Nostalgia is like dangerous. Nostalgia is fucked up. Nostalgia is, you know, uh, ruining people's minds. Like there's I I think like it's healthy to go to emo night a couple times a year. Yeah. But I was thinking about it like, oh, there's people going to emo night every week. Yeah. Not only that, but there's people that line up five blocks and they spend yeah. the entire night in the line and they don't they wait get three in. hours yeah which and then yeah because sh- like they they're clinging to it's a culture thing they're yeah but they're clinging to an era of their life that wasn't even good necessarily like they're it's it's it, you know it's one thing to like if you're like a former i don't know it's like 
it feels like if you're a if you were a former football player, like a high school football yeah. player, and then like every week you were like, hey, let's let's go to the let's go to a high school football stadium and just toss the pigskin around. <laughs> that sounds tight. Yeah, like it's like it's like that. I'd be down. And that's I don't. And I'm friends with all the the people that run. Emo yeah, same Night. here. I don't want to bash them. I have emo night clothing that they've made for me. I've I've DJ'd well, emo night. I mean, night. I don't know if they made it for you, but they made it for me. They, like they gave you a shirt. It, it has my name on it. Oh, they, oh, you it has got a, a special jacket with my name. Oh, that's on tight. It. But I don't. I and you know, much respect. I've DJed emo night, but also keep emo night should be a special thing for people. You you should go to emo. You should do emo night in moderation. If you go to just emo like night, acid. like going to emo night every time is wild to me. That well, that's a culture is, thing. I will yeah. give my alternate take on it is that it is like the why it works is because it's the perfect um, nostalgia revival where like the line just is a revival of like going to shitty shows in high school. Mm-hmm. And like we're half you're not really going for the music. You're kind of going to just hang out outside and like talk to your friends. Right. And like you're waiting in line to see Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> and like yeah. that's most of the fun is like right. you're just like. Meeting people you I mean, knew from MySpace. They, they do. There's enough new stuff happening where it's like they built an empire. Those yeah, guys. like they built an empire. There's live bands performing. I guess going yeah. every time. I, and I, I, don't I should give a note. I should give a note time. too for um, non-LA audience. You know, you may have heard of this night, but in LA specifically, I, they do them around the country. But I mean, in they do LA, them around the country. But yeah. in LA specifically, it's like in a very large venue. I'd say that is it's com- like the completely sold out, right. and then literally, it's one of the biggest parties at, in LA. I'm not exaggerating when I say three to five city blocks, starting from 6 p.m. or so. There's a yeah. line like that goes that long, and it doesn't stop. Right. It's the longest line I've ever seen for an event in LA. What do you think the age cutoff should be though for going to emo night? Well, I mean that like that opens point, up too much of a conversation because I mean, if anything, my disconnect with emo night is that they're in a totally different era of like what I consider emo, right? Which I've DJ there a couple times yeah. and I've played bands that like I would have considered you know emo growing up, like Jawbreaker or something, and just gets like crickets yeah. from the crowd. And then they're right. like Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy plays, and it's like yeah, uh, I would really call this emo, but mind. yeah, it's like okay, and then right, yeah, but anyway, like a hot topic seeing. Emo. Taking acid and then accidentally seeing the band 303 perform is yeah. a bad is a very bad, bad, bad option. Bad option. And I That's saw a it bad too. option, baby. They, I was wasted and it was bad for me to see. <laughs> I just like didn't need to see that, and yeah, like I, I could barely understand what they were saying, but I could tell that it was setting setting us back probably a decade or two. Yeah, I don't culturally. need to see 303. Like I'm pretty sure their lyrics are just like, "Hey, girl." You're 17. <laughs> Come to my apartment and take off my yeah, jeans. Yeah, all emo music is either like calling your ex a slut or like yeah. trying to d- fuck a child. <laughs> yeah, like 303 like is the, literally just anytime, every song. Yeah, Warp Tour is just like a pedophilia yeah, tour. Yeah, we did, we did that last last episode, <laughs> but it's very like 303. <laughs> yeah, they're just they going town like, to they town seem and like, fucking children. They seem like actually fairly normal guys just from like hanging out, but I was also doing some like math in my head. Oh, were you hanging out with 303? No, I saw them around before they perform, <laughs> but I was doing some math like cuz based on like how old they look now and when their band was out and I'm like I don't even think you guys were at a, a normal age to be singing these songs yeah. at the time which is kind of weird you Yeah every like, old also every like old Weezer song is like Rivers Cuomo just like wanting to fuck an Asian teen he, Rivers is a very <laughs> weird dude in general Yeah he's I don't like, know him we follow each other he, but I he's like quite possibly on the spectrum Um but yeah the like I, like, the acid hit pretty hard, and that's like a very bad place to be. So I, as soon as I, I got home, and it's like, that's not interesting. Just me being high on acid alone, listening to music and looking at colors is yeah. not is not interesting. But yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna know the worst place to be on acid, that's emo nights up there. Yeah, Disneyland is another bad one. Oh, have you been on acid at Disneyland? Mushrooms. I didn't tell that story Mushrooms? in the pod. I feel like you, I think you did. Did uh, I? Wait, have you done acid by the way, or just um like just a mushrooms? not a full? It's not. not full on. It's like not. I've done mushrooms like a few times. I do mm. mushrooms like quarterly. Yeah, but acid is like a lot. It's a lot. 
Yeah. It's a, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know if I would do it again. But I, I'm it's, glad it's I did something it. that like once you once you get the the message, hang up the phone. It's all yeah. It's also something that like you should actually carefully consider before taking it. Like mushrooms is like a plant, right? And like you know, should I become an acid guy? Well, should dude, I be, like, become the the hallucinogenics well comic dude, acid? Like if you are predisposed to various mental illnesses, like schizophrenia or something, yeah. like. Taking acid can trigger just that. Unlock that. It, like, like unlocks, you're schizophrenic yeah. now. Achievement unlocked. I've, I've seen it happen. Achievement was, unlocked. You're schizophrenic now. Dude, at a festival my friend throws, this guy tried acid for the first time and like was being very strange the entire festival. Yeah. And he like met this woman um and was like just like being very bizarre, but that being yeah. said, it was at a music festival, so everybody's kind of like, Oh, he's in a very weird zone, but right. okay. And um then he kind of like went missing after the festival. Nobody could oh, account no. for him. And then he like popped up and he was like at the airport recording, like doing field recordings on his phone saying that he could like hear the radio oh, and they're fuck. talking to us. No. And like, then he m- married that girl. This is all in a couple <laughs> weeks. And like, it became a whole very it's sad because thing. Because he did acid once at a he, music his, festival? His life, like, I'm not kidding. It was like a normal dude yeah. who I vaguely knew, but he was like, right. A, no, a I know, put but together guy, but it unlocked like that is kind of a funny story. No, it's it's funny but <laughs> sad and crazy. And no, I, I mean I have no update on it too. I don't know how he's sad, doing. But it's all it's like imagine <laughs> imagine just being like, oh man, I want to see MGMT on acid. Yeah, and then your whole life is just ruined. <laughs> then you just end up married to some woman. Yeah, at the airport. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I'm no, glad I, mean, I didn't like it's funny. It I didn't unlock any sort of mental illness. But no, that's why it's a I that's I, was, why I haven't like really yeah. done it cuz it's like, dude, I mean, I've witnessed that and heard enough yeah. other things where it's like I don't really know that like like one wa- crazy night like is potentially worth yeah. that risk. I don't think yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. And I, I mean, even the I soft- didn't unlo- I yeah, I, I didn't unlock any mental illness. Even the softcore thing, the version of that, the softcore version that doesn't mean you have a mental health problem after that is like, I mean, any friend that I've had that had like an awakening on acid, uh-huh. it's never a good awakening. They always come out being a, a lamer person, you yeah. know, They're like I talk to God and God always like <laughs> whenever they talk to God, God yeah. seems to tell them to become a, a fucking lame person right. and just like become a hippie. <laughs> And do really I talked dumb to God shit. and he said that it's good that Kramer said the N-word. <laughs> and <laughs> he uh, I hung out with him and all his friends. And um no, that would be I talked to God and he said, <laughs> Every bad thing I've ever done is okay. And yeah. um Um that it's um I think it's uh it's important to try hallucinogenics. But I also but yeah, I didn't think about uh, the possibility of unlocking schizophrenia. I know I'm not schizophrenic, so that's nice. Yeah, it's a. Uh, well, I mean, I. We'll see. We'll see. It'll. Yeah, this is. It, that was just the first wave. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a huge acid flashback in the middle of this podcast. I think. Well, this is another. This I is can't wait of- to become a. A fucking DMT isolation tank. Yeah. Guy. Did you see that that guy uh, tried to kidnap Lana Del Rey? Oh yeah, and then you found his Facebook. Yeah, so I just found his Facebook. Yeah. And um, what's crazy about it is that like you know, I, I uh, this guy tried to kidnap Lana Del Rey at Knife Point in her show. Jesus. Christ. And um, but I found his How Facebook, and it's like it? there's very obvious signs that he was planning to do it. Yeah. He didn't literally say he was going to do it. His latest status update was, "Hey guys, I'm going to kidnap Lana Del Rey." It was close to that. I mean, like he yeah. was like posting pictures of me, like two days, Queen, like, and then oh. be like, as he was saying goodbye to people, and like, uh. but he was also doing these live streams where he was like out of his fucking mind. Yeah, and like. What, what was kind why of engagement were, were these posts getting low? But low? he did have fr- like he did have Facebook friends that were like, <laughs> you know, you could. There were other because he was a pseudo hippie, you yeah. know, and they were like he would be posting this shit that's like just in hindsight the ramblings of a madman. Right. But then you have all these like pseudo hippies that be like, love, like this is deep. Like I'm glad to see you on your journey. Yeah. Like, and it was kind it kind of fucked me up where it's just like, dude, like. 
you know, at a certain point, you got to wake up and be like, uh, yeah, my friend might be going insane. Uh-huh. My friend might be going insane. I should probably check in and take him seriously because it's, you could become one of those like spiritual hippie types. You could become that and go completely insane while having your friends just being like, oh, yeah, they're really into the hippie stuff. Like yeah. that's like such a cover. It, like, there's a very like thin line that separates the two. And it was just kind of scary to read that. I was like, yeah. and then everybody's posting us thing like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. Also, I would like to point out this guy's name is Mike Hunt. Mike Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt. Mike Mike Hunt. Like tried to kidnap. Actually Lana named that. God damn. That was. I mean, wasn't that a go-to joke in <laughs> middle school? For yeah, you? that was. Yeah, that was absolutely a go-to. Yeah, like he was. That was the R-rated yeah. version of Seymour Butts. Right. No, that was like. That was like freshman high school. You call Domino's. That's and be like, uncensored. Uh, yeah. Amanda hug and kiss. Oh yeah, like, that's another. Yeah. Damn. Mike Hunt. I know. What a what a. But everybody was like shocked that he did it. But then you look back at his face, you're like, ah, uh, you shouldn't be shocked. He was fucking crazy. Damn. Let's so, get him on the pod. Yeah, watch out for your friends, folks. Let's do it. Let's do a pod. It's it's him, <laughs> Lana. Let's get Lana Del Rey and Mike Hunt on the podcast, and we we can just sort of hash it out. Yeah. Hey, sorry for trying to kidnap you, Lana. I've uh in recent years just become much more of a proponent of like sometimes judging a book by its cover not mm-hmm. racially never do that but <laughs> That's, i don't think that was i didn't think that you meant that but well then i mean you said be, that and now i think that you meant that no i don't mean that though. like when you clarified hey i'm not racist now i'm like maybe jack's racist yeah no uh hey jack, folks are you racist announcement <laughs> jack is not racist oh that's good just a- cleared it up okay that's a good announcement um any plugs what you're jumping um, right to plugs well my main plug is uh, uh i'm not racist oh <laughs> i just want to i just want to plug the fact that i'm not racist yeah well the point of that being like if somebody's acting like a crazy person and looks like one like there's mm-hmm. a very strong chance they are as i've seen lately hey guys if, you, if any of your plan if if any of your uh friends seem like they're planning on kidnapping lana del rey tell them knock it off yeah <laughs> please hey guys hey what's up all my listeners out there that want to kidnap lana del rey please don't do that do not don't kidnap lana del rey please please don't please do protect not. lana at all costs please do not kidnap lana del rey dude quick change of pace but where the fuck is Baron Trump? <laughs> what uh, What do you mean? Uh, when was the last time you've seen him? Because he wasn't in the State of the Union. Y- not only that, but just like, when have you last seen him? When was he last reported? Like, oh, where he is the, he? Actually, oh, that was the guy who sold me acid. Oh, Baron Trump. <laughs> Baron Trump. Was he in a yeah, Minecraft Baron Trump. Was, I forgot that he was on the, the guest list. <laughs> um, no, but really, where is he? I stay up. He has a bunch I have of many, with Minecraft characters many sleepless nights. Wondering where he is. Where, like, honestly, I'm very like concerned. Wondering where he is. When have you seen him last? That's very unusual. Yeah, I yeah, He's I know. Completely I'd, unaccounted I'm for. A, I'm a Baron Trump stan. I am too. I am the way people are about. I think like um, all the Melania, all the like free Melania, or like oh Ivanka's good stuff. Like that's all corny as shit yeah. to me. But Baron Trump rules. Not only does he rule, Baron Trump whips ass. That yeah. shirt, that that uh, what was that shirt? He the expert. Yeah, he's wearing that expert shirt and like looking like it looks like a photo of like early Michael Sarah, but yeah. he like time traveled to the seventies. Baron Trump is cool as he's fuck. cool as fuck. Also, where is he? Let's just get this right out of the way too. It's very obvious he's a gamer, right? Like, like right. he's gaming. So wherever he is, he's gaming and. All the resi- hashtag resistance people, you know, they have like their weird pipe dreams of how they think they're going to like shut down this administration. I think like the real if you actually want to shut yeah. it down, you need to find out what server Baron Trump is playing on. The, mm-hmm. it, like the future of this nation, he could go either way. I think he's kind of Somebody's a, a new gamer. Baron Trump to join the DSA. Baron's going to show his dad the DSA. He's going to show him all the all the meme accounts. He could all, do it. It's, it's like this new Star Wars movie. Uh, it could be the new Star Wars movie. where it's like, uh, you know, like, um, you know, 
the with the, uh oh uh when when uh the universal healthcare hits or whatever and then president trump is gonna see that and be like oh i i like this i like this stuff that you're showing me baron <laughs> i'm a socialist now well and then all of a sudden president trump has a rose emoji in yeah. his bio he could be converted through baron yeah but i i don't know where he is but it does like i i in a very real sense i think that his social life is going to be through gaming yeah this is a big theory so whoever he meets online imagine the influence you could have in the white house <laughs> and i'm just hoping he I'm gets put, noble gonna, noble gamers meet him i i want to meet him i want to find out what server he's playing on <laughs> i want to pl- i want to protect him in game uh-huh um and make sure that the bad guys don't get a hold Baron of them. Trump, are you listening? Are you out there? He might listen to the pod. Baron Trump, come on the come on the pod. Come on the pod. I'm just I'm gonna uh I'm gonna do a very easy uh ins- not it's not Photoshop because it's just me putting an emoji on on something via Instagram, but I'm gonna put a rose emoji in president in President Trump's uh, <laughs> Twitter and then post that. There's I think it's some content. This coming is out? just yeah, this is I will have posted it by the time that I this podcast <laughs> comes out. But this is just a glimpse behind the process. This by by the time you're it. listening to this, there's gonna be a smash hit yeah. post. There's gonna be a smash hit and probably thousands of spin-offs. We documented games. the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um <laughs> The world will be different by the time that post is made. Yeah. Did I tell you about that time that um I did that DC show? I did a DC show in December and posted as a joke i was just obviously whatever but i posted like oh uh baron trump's at my dc show and uh he just sold me cocaine <laughs> and then like somebody commented being like uh, oh dear i i hope this is not true i'd hate for the kids to get involved with that kind of stuff oh my god <laughs> so there was like some guy who who was like i think i think this is real and i'm concerned yeah like it was like a random like this is like a random egg account Really? Yeah, like I know this was not some ir- irony Twitter, uh, you know, leftist Twitter irony, bro. This is a this is an absolute rando. Yeah. Who I think was maybe searching Baron Trump. One of there is like a very big Baron Trump stand community, and I love that. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on the message boards. Yeah. I'm only talking about it right now in hopes that we find him. Same. I want to know what it's like. You know, finding out. Where what server he's playing on is the equivalent <laughs> of like if they made a, a Matrix prequel movie, uh-huh. which would essentially be about the agents and Morpheus both trying to find Neo. Yeah. First, whoever could get to Neo, the one first, you know, yeah. would have this have powerful. Have we heard tool. him speak? No. Has he ever talked? Yeah. So I could be Morpheus. Is there a Baron Trump interview? Out I don't there? do. I've never heard him talk. Is there? I'm gonna search that on YouTube right now. There no. has to be a. There, has he ever been interviewed by the press? He who knows how deep he is right now. Thirteen Baron Trump facts you need to know. Baron Trump's adorable, funny, cutest moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a, what a crazy uh, author whoa. Brandon Wardell. Baron Trump before they were famous. This is crazy. That was so funny that. Uh, he thought Kathy Griffin actually ripped off his dad's head. Oh, yeah. Like he, it was like, wait a second. Well, there's no way he did, too. Did, I mean, uh, that was definitely like they made that up. 100%. <laughs> did Kathy Griffin, that comedian I definitely know about, uh, yeah. did she rip off my dad's head? Yeah. And <laughs> and then going up to your dad and being like, um, no, Kathy Griffin ripped off your head. Dad, did Kathy Griffin rip off your head? But no, I feel bad. I mean, like... Yeah, it's funny. I feel bad for him, man. Well, he clearly didn't say that. Like, yeah. they made that up. No, like, uh, Donald Trump just made <laughs> yeah, like, like Baron thought it was real. To, like, fuck up this woman's life. Yeah, and ba- meanwhile, Baron's there, like, it's a 13 years old. Like, right. isn't that he's 13? He's like, a, Dad, I did not think that. Yeah, he's a full-grown, like, 13-year-old. He's a, he's a man by Jewish standards. Yeah. And his dad... Is is uh, lying, making him seem like some sort of dope. I mean, there's we a all reason, know that Baron's a genius. There's a reason he's not speaking. You know, they're yeah, they're trying to hide what he has, wow. his knowledge. You know, <laughs> they're trying he to is the one. Hide what he has. Yeah, what is what's that? 
knowledge. The key? Yeah, the prophecy. The prophecy. He is the key. He's the one. He could be the disruptor. And wow. it, it will all depend on who reaches him in in, in the server first. Mm-hmm. And who sends him that you? that first PS4 friend That's request. I, I'm hoping to be. He's gonna be playing. He's gonna be playing Minecraft one night, and a little like, yeah, dot, like a black screen will pop up. And be like, "Hello, Baron. <laughs> Follow the white rabbit, Baron." And then I'm gonna show up with my friends, and we're gonna be dressed with your friends. Yeah, I'm gonna be show. Like I'm gonna take him to a, a, a real goth nightclub. Yeah, and send him down this rabbit hole. This girl's gonna have a a white a white rabbit tattooed on her, and he's gonna be like, "Okay, let's go." And then it all just begins there. I'm hoping to be the the Morpheus in this situation. Yeah, the White Morpheus. <laughs> white Morpheus, uh, Connor O'Malley quote. What really? Yeah. Was that on our pod? Oh, he has no, not on the pod. He in TruthHunters.com. He calls uh. He he calls himself himself White Morpheus. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. I mean, when I said White Morpheus, I immediately thought of um, Jack stealing jokes. No, um, Black Flanders. Oh, Black Flanders. Yeah. Who's Black Flanders? The episode. It's oh, is that Felix, an episode Felix's of the episode one character. Oh, okay. That's it's all. It's his SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Persona. All right, guys. Yeah. Shout good out. Good pod. <laughs> yeah. Good pod. Shout out episode one podcast. I got to shout out episode one podcast. It's good. Um, Brandon's got to go to do some, uh, some big Hollywood I gotta stuff. I got to do some secret business. Yeah. He has to um, go interview the Bloods again. No, no plugs. No plugs. Yeah, you already so. plugged. No plugs. No plugs. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.